Welcome to the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast. I'm Ashlyn Dave, your host. We've got a great show lined up, so let's get started. And this is Ashlyn Dave, and this is the Running in the Center of the Universe podcast, episode number 285. Going to call this one, Haven't Run for Over Two Months. And it is the week of Veterans Day, 2021. Happy Veterans Day to all those who've served. Uh, thanks for coming back. If you've uh, returned to the show, uh, if you're a new listener, I recommend you go back to uh, listen to several episodes prior. I've had a little bit of a trouble getting some uh, timely episodes out this time around. Uh, I was just listening to the old, sh- the previous show to kind of see where I left off, and I remember saying I was going to do a part two because I had uh, a bunch of emails to go over. So here I am, um, I guess almost two months later with uh, kind of part two, although it's going to be somewhat of an ori- some original material for this, uh, not necessarily a continuation of the other show. Uh, if you're a return listener, I certainly appreciate you coming back and giving the show another listen. Uh, so let me just start with uh, the title of the show, which is, like I said, I haven't run for over two months. That's because I have a heel injury that I had alluded to before. Um, quick summary, uh, we got a new dog. Uh, the dog is now seven months old, but we got her when she was very young. Um, we're playing with her on the floor. I put my left knee down and something popped in my, uh, in my heel, my left heel. Um, it was painful, but not, uh, debilitating where I couldn't walk on it or anything like that. I continued to walk and, and, and can you, this was back in, um, uh, I guess late June. I think is when we got the dog. I, uh, yeah, because the dog was born in April and we got her about two months. So um, I can I had my the the half marathon that I was planning to train that I was training for and was planning to run on August twenty eighth. Uh, I continued my training for that. Uh, I continued to feel pain in my heel. It didn't get worse. It just never really got any better. Uh, I ran the half marathon on August twenty eighth, and at that point I said I just got to give it a rest. So I didn't do any more running at that point. I just my my exercise was basically going to the gym, the fitness center that we have at work, which is real nice, uh, twice a week, and then sometimes I get a third day on the weekend at the YMCA with my wife, uh, and then just walking the dogs this was the only exercise I was getting. I wasn't meeting up with the my Wolfpack running group on Saturday mornings. I was really missing that. Although I was still sending out the weekly text uh, to everybody. Just kind of giving an update for anybody that really, you know, that cared. Uh, some of those guys ran some. Some of them, I think they kind of were doing their own thing. Uh, so two months go by, which uh, which was August, uh, October 28th. And finally, uh, I decided I'm going to have to do something because nothing, nothing was changing. And, um, you know, it was hurting when I uh, walked on it at, at work. And... It was just hurting. I, you know, I was essentially wearing my running shoes, my ultras, which have their real cushioned heel, essentially wearing those as much as possible because they had so much cushioning. And I, and I, and I got some really good flip-flops, too, that have some really good arch support and, and uh, heel cushion. But I can't wear the, the flip-flops to work. And um, But I, I got some jail inserts for some work shoes that I have. Anyway, so I finally um, I got some good advice from uh, Dr. Jamie and uh, followed up with that. And um, got a diagnosis as a partially torn uh, planter, 
Um, at least that's the theory. I, I, there's no swelling or anything like that. Um, I was mainly given exercises, and I'm getting some uh, chiroprac- chiropractic treatment. First time I've ever done anything like this before. I uh, went to a place that my wife recommended, and um, the, my first appointment was Friday of last week. My second appointment was today. After the first appointment, some of the pain has subsided. I, I couldn't believe it. I got uh, four exercises to do twice a day, as well as an icing regimen. I went back to, uh, and then it was a remarkable uh, change of events over the course of the week. I, I just, I, I couldn't believe. Um, there were times where I was walking and not even thinking about it anymore. Whereas before, you know, for the last couple of months, several months, all I thought about when I was walking was, was, was my heel, how much it hurt. So I went back today. Uh, they do some, a taping thing that lasts for about three days, uh, that K tape or whatever. And got that again today. The first, first week it was taped way up my leg. Today was it's just the heel and the foot. Um, and when they, uh, just a quick funny story, when, when I was in at the doctor's office and she asked me what color tape I wanted, I didn't, I just thought it was going to be taped. It was just going to be on the foot and wouldn't show. And I said, well, it looks like you got red open. Just go ahead and red is fine. And so the tape went, was, went way up my leg. And so, you know, when I would wear, when I was wearing shorts, all this tape was visible. Uh, it was just a little unusual. I'm not unusual. I'm not used to that, that kind of stuff, but uh, today I got light blue, and so I got a cute little blue uh, tape, and I haven't had any pain this afternoon. I got to do these exercises. Some of it takes a few, a little bit of time, uh, just to give you an idea. Uh, one is the calf raises, uh, Jamie, um, that you had mentioned. Also, I use a lacrosse ball to roll onto my foot. It's a, a t- icing of twenty minutes on, twenty minutes off, and then another twenty minutes on. Um, some other exercises that I have to uh, check the little patient portal just so I remember. Um, and I'm hoping in a few weeks that maybe I can kind of start back to running. Um, last two weeks ago, I did a two mile, two mile walk with uh, Ashlyn Tom, and uh, that was okay. That was before I started this treatment. And then uh, so I'm planning to do another walk, couple mile walk this Saturday. And it looks like uh, me, Ashlyn, Bob, and Ashlyn Brad are gonna uh, all get together uh with our dogs and we're all going to walk together so uh, that should be quite a sight ash and bob has two dogs brad has one i got one um not sure if ash and tom or ash and ron are going to make it haven't heard from them ash and tom has a dog but that dog is i think with his daughter at college so i'm on the mend i believe i'm uh very pleased about that i it's kind of a relief uh, and to be honest, uh, with all the listeners out there after the, I made the appointment or actually my wife made the appointment, um, it actually started feeling better right after we made the appointment, which I'm not sure if that was just mental, uh, mental part of it or not. I'm not sure. Um, so in the last episode, I had mentioned a couple things that I was going to get to that I never did. Um, one was something about foosball, uh, table soccer. I have no idea what I was going to talk about in that. Um, other than that, I love playing foosball. I have a foosball table that I've had for about 30 years. It's in great shape. Um, just gotta be really careful when you move it, uh, that you don't bend any of the rods, but I've, uh, I have that out of my garage and I taught my daughter to play that as she was growing up. I told her to be a good skill to have someday when you're at your, at your, uh, fraternity parties or whatever. 
Um, I was going to talk about my buddy Matt, and then something about our Facebook uh, Team Incognito page mentioned. I have no idea what I was going to talk about with that, other than that's gone that's gone kind of inactive. And um, let me talk about Facebook for a minute. I I had another thing down here on my list of stuff. Um, I, w- one of my high school classmates died a couple weeks ago, and uh, he was fifty two, same age as me. And uh, he had an aneurysm, and then just uh, he got revived, but then uh, died later um, after he was a. Um, I guess donated three of his organs, and so three people' lives I think were saved from his organs, or their lives were improved. Um, but when I I went to his funeral, uh, let's see, Thursday of a week back, and of course there were several people from my high school graduating class there, so it was really nice to see them. Even though it was a real sad occasion, it was nice to catch up. And we never had a thirtieth uh, reunion. That was would have been in two thousand seventeen. And we're not really sure what happened. Um, so it looks like there might be a 35, which will be next year. And I don't use Facebook on a regular basis. So um, I, I, missed, I miss out on some of the things that these people are doing. Because some of them still live down in the same county where we went, all went to high school. And, and um, I kind of moved on a little bit. Uh, but I, I do, I do want to reconnect to several of those people. And so I was, you know, it was suggested to me, well, you need to get on um, our Facebook page. And I was like, well, I'm familiar with it, but I just not, um, I, I, anyway, so I got home and I went back on it and sure enough, there's, you know, updates and stuff. And, uh, so I put a post on there saying we should definitely have a get together and, um, you know, plan something for 2022, which is the 30th, 35th um, year for the reunion. And uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, kind of hard to believe it's been that long, and I'm not really sure why I'm talking about this. So let me talk about my buddy Matt. So Matt is going to run his first uh, half marathon uh, in an official capacity this coming Saturday, November 13th, for the Richmond Half Marathon. Uh, he he texted me a couple weeks ago and, and said he was doing the distance uh, as a practice. Um, so I guess he's already run the distance, but this will be his first first race. And the uh, sad part is, is that I saw on the news that the finishing medals for the Richmond Half Marathon and uh, Full Marathon and all the finishing medals are apparently sitting in a uh, shipping container off the coast of California somewhere. And they were warned, the media, the article was warning people that they would probably not be available at the finish line uh, come Saturday. So hopefully they'll have something for these folks. Um, And uh, because, you know, if I was running my first marathon, I think I'd probably want uh, a medal or something, Uh, you know, soon. Uh, You kind of want it right when you finish. So I don't know. I think it's kind of sad that that's not going to happen. And I'm surprised that we're not making those things in the United States, but that's a whole other whole other subject that might uh you know that could go down on a tangent about why uh we should be we're not doing as much manufacturing here as, as for that kind of stuff that we should and then that problem would not exist but um that's a whole nother subject that uh I'm not really sure I want to get into I'm going to get into the email bag uh section of the show early this time cuz I've got several emails and then I'm going to get into a little bit of um uh masking um, controversy 
Uh, and that's right, COVID masking controversy with some of the recent events that I've been to and how um, how I perceive some of what's going on with um, the masking. So if you have an interest in that, um, about my perspective on that, stay tuned. That'll be towards more towards the end of the show. Um, so let's get into the email bag section of the show and see who checked in. All right, the... Uh, First one is from Karen. Now, Karen, I've sent Karen an email. Um, I'm seeking permission to put her full race report up on the ashlandave.podbean.com website for anybody that's interested, who's interested in Ironman or uh, triathlons. She did an Ironman. It was was a homegrown Ironman, and her race report's outstanding. It's um, several pages long. I really enjoyed reading it. I wouldn't be able to do any justice trying to summarize it because I'll, I'll miss it. However, I will say that uh, where she did her swim, she needed people to guide her because it was um, so difficult. And it's just really cool how she just did it. Um, and I, I want to get some. Um, I want to get her permission to post it. So uh, we will. Um, I'll wait to get till I get that. But it's a really good report. Uh, Karen, thanks for sharing that. She's been a listener of the podcast for a while. Uh, we exchanged some emails, and I really um, really enjoyed communicating with her. Uh, so, Karen, please email me back um, and let me know So if, that, if that'll be all right. I uh, heard from Ryan, who's a former member of Team Incognito. He lives up in uh, Canada now. Um, he commented to some of the things I said in the last show about uh, the high jump. He says... Uh, he said he watched a bunch of the Olympics, and the two guys that did the high jump apparently are good friends. Uh, he thought it was a—he liked how it ended. He said, uh, from their perspective, no one asked, were you, were you the sole Olympic gold medal winner? It's simply, I'm, simply I'm the Olympic champion. Um, he said there were some interesting uh, medal ties in history. One being from 2016 was the women's swimming 100 meter and apparently he also linked to Wikipedia which is a whole list of ties for medals at the Olympics which I'm going to check on Uh, I checked on it once already when he sent me the email but I reviewing it now of course now that I'm recording live for the podcast now is when my computer is deciding that it's going to just spin around so I will come back to that (laughs) um, uh, in a second and then he said in reference to Simone Biles he said the argument made sense so he looked it up Look, he said the reasons are there is a rule against jumping off both feet uh, in high jump. Uh, the gym floor is spring-loaded, unlike a track, and he said it's hard to be super precise to tumble over a fixed bar. He said the floor routine leaves some room for error. Um, yeah, it's really good. So I guess that's probably why Simone Biles doesn't do the high jump in track. But I just thought it was an interesting situation to think about, uh, and I do uh, appreciate you looking that up, Ryan. Um, reference to tying, apparently there were some other ties than gymnastics on the women's floor. Jade Carey and Vanessa Ferrari tied. Um, I'm not sure what they tied from. Oh, there's lots of ties. Okay. I, uh, apparently that is not on all that, really all that. No, that was not a tie. This is, um, oh, this is, this is a longer spreadsheet than I remember. I'll have to try to get back to that. Thanks for providing that, Ryan. I do appreciate that. 
Um, and he said a reference to the Buffalo Marathon. Not sure uh, if I had heard, but he has moved to London, Ontario, which is about two and a half hour drive from Buffalo. And he said he was looking at the Niagara Ultra 50K in June for, of 2020, which is right on the other side um, of the border. I'm guessing on the Canadian side. I'm not sure. He said he could do Buffalo half or full as a tune-up, or I could look at Niagara. Uh, and he gave me the site. Yeah, Ryan, at this point, until I start running, I'm not even sure if I'm going to be able to do the Buffalo Marathon at the end of May. I mean, I certainly want to. Um, I don't know about a 50K. Uh, what I'm trying to do is add New York to my list of states. So um, I'll have to look up the Niag- Niagara Ultra. It looks like it is in uh, Canada because of the Canadian website. Yeah, I need I need uh, New York. So I'm, ne- I'm going to need to do a New York Marathon. Uh, I'm hoping to do Buffalo. We'll we'll see. Have to wait and see how the uh, how the healing works out. I'm not sure. Um, thanks for the email, Ryan. Always good to hear from you. Um, always, I really do appreciate um, when you take the time to send in an email. Uh, I heard from well, Dr. Jamie sent me some ideas about um, my heal and what to do. Certainly, certainly appreciate that. She says she loves listening to the podcast, "The Breath of Fresh Air." Um, I appreciate you saying that, Jamie. I really do. Thank you so much for uh, for listening to the show um, for many, many years now. I know you've been listening because I think it's been 10 years, I think, since I met you at the uh, Hatfield-McCoy. Maybe, maybe not that long ago. I think that was – yeah, I think it was. I think that was 2011 is when uh, I was there because I was on crutches. And I think that, that was when I hurt – I think that's when I hurt my feet at the uh, North Base 50-miler. Not sure. Yeah. Well, I know that's when I hurt my feet, but I – I think that was 2011, maybe 2010. Anyway, it's been a long time. Um, Okay, the next email is from Down Under Dave, and he has written a book, which I now have a copy of. I am now working to arrange an interview with him. Um, I finished the book. It's, It's really cool. He's done a lot more ultra events than I had any idea that he had done. Uh, he's 74 years old. He's been running a long time. The name of the book is An Unstoppable Runner. I think it's available on Amazon. Um, I have a signed copy now, which is really cool. Of, uh, and I'm also, uh, in the back of the book, he's got a list of uh, some different things in the appendix. And he's got a list of uh, his favorite podcasts. And uh, I'm on that list. The Running in the Center of the Universe podcast is on that list. So what I'm trying to do now is since he's 15 hours ahead so right now he is probably about nine. Oh gosh, I can't do math in front of people. What's six? Six uh, 1800 plus 15. Oh my gosh. All right, so 15 hours would be 6 p.m. or 6 a.m. and then another three. So now I'm recording the show at 6:09 p.m. You're probably wondering what am I what am I talking about um, on Veterans Day. So he's 15 hours ahead. So he would be just now be getting his day started or a couple hours into the morning. And so I got to figure out how to do that. We'll use the TalkShoe platform where we can both um, uh, access that site and then it records it automatically and then I can download the MP3 and then produce the show locally on my own computer. Uh, so Dave, looking forward to that. Uh, maybe I'm hoping we can get it done tomorrow like we had said and I can get a show out pretty quick. However, I might have to rethink um, the 15-hour time difference to see what you're available. I sent you a bunch of emails of... Uh, you happen to hear this before you get your emails um be looking forward to talking to you for sure and um 
All right, that was the last email for now. If uh, appreciate anybody that writes in, uh, really do. The email is ashlanddave at gmail.com. That's A-S-H-L-A-N-D-D-A-V-E at gmail.com. And just let me know where you hail from, what kind of running you do. And uh, if you say anything in your email that you do not want me to share on the podcast, then make sure you mention that. Otherwise, it's kind of um, free game uh, for the most part. And uh, that's, But that's why I asked Karen about her, her race report. Because she put a lot of some some information in there that I didn't know if she would want me to share, and I just wanted to make sure of that before um, I went any further. Um, all right, so let's move on to a second half of the show here. Um, so, a couple interesting things that have happened lately. I had to show my vaccine card for the first time to get in somewhere, uh, which I thought was strange. Um, but let me back up some. So we have a, I'm not sure I'm gonna have, how I'm going to tie all this together and how I can tie it to running. Okay, okay. I run past the Ashland Theater a lot when I, when I was running. Um, there's a theater here in Ashland that's it's a single screen movie theater. It's also uh, that um, would show movies, you know, back in the day or whatever. And then uh, it closed down for a while and got uh, major renovations and the it was donated to the town of Ashland. So the, the town of Ashland owns the theater, and, the, and it's operated by a foundation. And the, the, uh, there was a, uh, I think there was a big fundraising thing here in Ashland, which we were part of that, to renovate the theater. And then what all, whatever money was, was, risen, was raised was risen. What, whatever money was raised was then going to be matched by this uh, grant from this other um, source of revenue, source of money. I don't remember what it was. I wasn't really involved in that part. Um, but the end result is the theater's been redone and it, it's outstanding. It really is. And it's not just a movie theater now. It's got a stage, it's sound, it's uh, set up for music, uh, live music. Um, live uh plays live drama movies uh we've there's been parties in there we've been to just parties there and uh this is all before covid of course and then um so what i guess what i'm trying to say is we're not like major donors on at the theater but we've donated some money so as a result we got invited uh to come See the uh, well, the the theater kind of is, is is opened back up since COVID. Uh, they did a whole drive-in. Uh, they erected a screen behind the movie theater during COVID and had a um, and there's parking back there, so they actually had a, a drive-in. Uh, they had drive-in movies. Whoever the found uh, the um, uh, executive director of the theater is pretty pretty creative. Uh, so things are getting started up again. The new James Bond movie came out, which I don't recommend, but we did go see it. Uh, they were showing it at the Ashland Theater when it was the movie opened, and we got invited to go as, as donors, and everything was, um, which I thought was kind of strange, was kind of covered. Like, for example, the, it was a free movie, uh, free beer. Uh, of course, you know, they, were, they wanted people to make donations, which we did, uh, because it's a good cause. And we can walk, the movie theater is a half mile from our house, all on sidewalks. Uh, so, you know, we've walked up there before for musical acts, and that's what I'm getting ready to talk about. Um, so the information on the 
going to the movie was that you had to wear a, fa- uh, a face mask, face covering, mask, whatever, the surgical mask or whatever you want to put on your face, you know, underpants, you know, socks, whatever. Whatever you got to do, you got to have your face covered. And uh, I can't remember if they said you had to be vaccinated. No, it said everybody had to wear them. So it didn't really matter if you were vaccinated or not. You had to wear a face covering. So we get there. And I noticed some people aren't wearing them in the lobby, so I don't even bother to put mine on. I am not um, anti-mask. I'm just saying if there's no sign that says you can't come in unless you have a mask on and there's somebody enforcing it at the door, I'm not going to wear it. It's just I, I don't like breathing through fabric. I've got a beard. I've worked really hard to grow my beard. Uh, since I left police work and the mask uh, messes up my beard. I got to wear one from my car to my desk at work and then I can take it off. I don't see a single person in the hallway or the parking lot um, until I get to my desk is where I see people, but that's where I have to wear, I have to wear the mask when I don't see anybody. And then I can take it off when I do see people. I don't understand that. Um, I don't get that part. I can see if you're passing somebody in the hallway, you should, you could put your mask on. I don't know. So um, I didn't wear it the whole time we were there. There were some people that were, um, and you, you know, I, it, it just, you know, why put that on your website saying you have to wear it if you're not gonna? So that's the one thing. So the reason I'm I'm being so specific about that is because I'm getting ready to go see a show at um, the same theater, exact same theater, going to be probably some of the exact same people. I'm going to see Ralph Stanley, too, who's a bluegrass artist. If you're not familiar with bluegrass, this is uh, Ralph Stanley's son. Most people have heard of Ralph Stanley, uh, who was an icon in in bluegrass. So this is his son um, and the Clinch Mountain Boys. He's got his dad's band now. Uh, We've already seen him once there. They're a great band. Really enjoyed it. Um, Now I have to show my vaccination card, and I have to wear the mask. Um... I think when you're moving around, I, I think you might be allowed to take it off when you're sitting right next to people. But if you're moving around, not around other people, you have to put it on. I think those are the rules. So I got to show the Vax card for that. And then um, we went, my wife and I went to a show uh, this past weekend at the Birchmere in Alexandria. And you had, that was the first time I ever had to show my Vax card, but there was no, you didn't have to wear a mask at all. And this is all the same state, Commonwealth of Virginia. So I'm not really sure what's going on. I think it's the promoter uh, that probably requires this stuff. Um, but I'll say at the Birchmere, people were packed in um, in the theater itself where uh, other music hall. Um, I mean, we were, it was just, it was crowded. And uh, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what sense it makes if, uh, you know, some people say they got these signs up to say you got to have six feet social distancing. And then you got other people saying you got to wear your mask, you got to have your vax card or what have you. There's just no consistency at all, and uh, that's why I think the whole thing is just BS anyway. I mean, I'm just I'm just kind of tired of it. Um, and I know I wouldn't be able to go see these bands if I didn't have a vaccination card. Um, and this is my concern: is that is now having a booster going to be required? Is that going to then you're not fully vaccinated unless you have that third booster? Like you have the two shots, I guess that's fully vaccinated or, or double vaccinated. But is that never is that not going to matter anymore if you if the booth booster is being um, is being offered and are you going to be refused entrance to some of these places if you can't prove you've had that third booster? Next year it'll be the fourth booster. Later in the year it'll be fifth booster, so on and so forth. Uh, that's my concern: is that we just keep 
these things are mandated going forward instead of optional. Um, we're now no longer in a state of emergency in Virginia. We haven't been for a long time. There's no reason why we have to be going. People be, should be forced to undergo a medical procedure just to function in society. That's just my opinion. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. So um, I'll have to show my Vax card again. Uh, my wife went to something. She went to a, a some kind of play or something at the Altria Theater down in Richmond. And uh, she had to show it there. And, um, you know, I guess once that becomes normal and people don't mind doing that, then other pla- maybe other places are required. And I'm not sure. But that's just my concern is that this... Uh, if you don't want to get a booster shot, because first of all, the vax, I don't even think the vax seems to work that much. It just seems to mitigate things. I don't just keep putting a chemical in my body just, just to, you know, because you have to, your work says you have to do it and you can still spread this disease. It, to me, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I think Trump might've messed up on the vaccine or, the, or whoever the people are that did it. Um, I tended to support what he was doing and uh, boy, are we going to have an interesting time in 2024? Uh, but it just seemed like things were just rushed too much. And I don't care who the president was. It was just, it was rushed too much. You just, things just seemed to go too fast. All right. That's my soapbox on that. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I guess wrap up the show here. I'm really hoping to get that interview with David Williams, um, soon because, uh, he's got a lot to say and he will be able to fill up the time. I, I'm not even going to need to really say that much at all because the last time I interviewed him for, the podcast some years ago. I wish I could say what episode that was. I just don't remember. Um, he has so much material that he can talk about. It's just a pleasure to listen to him. Um, so I've got a new motto that I, I'm going to share here at the end of the show. Um, and I'll, I guess I'm not quite done yet. I got to talk about this guy. So where I work, I work at a major energy company that's headquartered in Richmond, Virginia. And uh, it's a good job. Uh, the building that I'm in is a, a I think it's about 20 floors. Um, I'm on the fifth and, uh, it's in, it's in downtown Richmond and everything in the building is new. It's a uh, very, very, uh, you know, green, uh, quote green. It's uh, very high tech. Uh, some of the technology is pretty amazing. Um, so that, that also means that the fitness center, which is on the third floor is outstanding also. And it's very modern, very clean, um, I love it. And the best part about it now is because of a lot of people in the building are doing like a hybrid uh, three days in, two days out of the office on different days of the week. Uh, I'm there four days. I, I work remote uh, Thursdays. Uh, the fitness center is being underutilized. So when I get down there after work, um, there's maybe three or four people in there and I've gotten to know them since I started working there in February. And uh, the main fitness center person is a guy named James and he, unfortunately he's left. Uh, he just left a uh, week before last at, uh, to take a job up in Northern Virginia. Um, but he was very motivated and I think I did a podcast on one of the challenges that he put out. That's the Murph challenge. And I did the, um, the, like the mini Murph. That was when I was, I think I did it on a Thursday and I was, uh, sore through Sunday. Um, but James had a motto. At, uh, he would send out these motivational emails once you kind of signed up for his uh, his service, which I did. And uh, his at the end of his emails, he always said, it always said, make today better than yesterday. And I thought that was a pretty, pretty cool motto to have or to say. And, you know, you can look at it lots of different ways on what that means. Um, but it's kind of living in the moment. So I think I'm going to start uh, putting that at the end of my podcast, which I'm going to I'll be doing that today. 
But I also have a um, another <laughs> kind of a I have another motto for the procrastinator, uh, the one that's not quite ready to make today better than yesterday. It's uh, make tomorrow better than today. <laughs> I think I said once before in my show that every day, every day uh, you have a new chance to make somebody happy or, or to have an impact on somebody's life, whether it's just making them smile or complimenting them or, or what have you. Uh, so the procrastinator can uh, make tomorrow better than today, and the uh, the live in the moment person can uh, make today better than yesterday. And um, for all you uh, law enforcement officers out there, I. My, uh, I usually say stay the course uh, to these guys that I used to work with whenever I see them or if we text or, or whatever. Uh, I work, used to work with one guy who's uh, since been promoted, and I'm really proud of that because I mentored him. And uh, he gets uh, kind of stressed out because he does, uh, the, or he did do the child exploitation uh, work, which uh, has a shelf life, which I've talked about before in this podcast. Um, but I always tell him to stay the course, stay the course, stay the course. Stay out there safe, you know, keep grinding away because uh, that retirement date is, is always on the horizon. You just got to stay the course. So um, you might hear me say that from time to time at the end of the podcast as well. well I'd like to thank you for downloading the show. Uh, here I am 33 minutes into the show. I haven't stopped talking yet hardly. Uh, when I first started uh, recording the show, uh, producing it just now, I wasn't sure if I had enough material or not to get through a half hour. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, sometimes I do have some strong opinions, which I will share. However, uh, like I said before, a lot of this show is based on ignorance. <laughs> so um, I can definitely laugh at myself. So this is Ashley Dave reminding you to run to the finish. Keep on running. Don't forget to hug your kids. Have a good week and make today better than yesterday. Take care. Mm-hmm.